This is Garden Variety, a horticulture podcast from Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. I'm Charity Nebbe. It is hot and it's been dry. Parts of northwest Iowa are experiencing extreme drought and many other parts of the state are in moderate drought or abnormally dry conditions. So lawns may not be looking their best right now. At the same time, we're approaching the best time of year to seed a new lawn. That might be complicated by lack of moisture. Here to walk us through what to do is Adam Tomes, Assistant Professor of Horticulture at Iowa State University and ISU Extension Turf Grass Specialist. Hello, Adam. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. And let's start with the dry conditions. Now, as I mentioned, northwest Iowa is experiencing extreme drought, but pretty much everywhere it's pretty dry and it's very hot. What does that do to a traditional lawn? Yeah, that's that's definitely what we're seeing across the state. And, you know, a traditional lawn um, is going to get dry. It's going to go dormant. And, and that's fine. Um, a lot of lawns can survive in the dormant phase for 30 days without any problem. The thing that we get worried about is when you decide that you're going to water and keep the lawn green or bring it out of dormancy and then allow it to go back into dormancy, that's when we start to see it's really hard on the plant. Um, it starts to use up the food reserves and then the plant will eventually die out because of that. So we always like to say, you know, it's it's okay to let your yard go dormant if that's, you know, if you don't have um, ample water, things like that. So it's it's fine to let it go dormant, and then it'll come back in the fall when you start to get rain again. All right, so you either have to commit to watering it or allow it to go dormant, and it sounds like uh, letting it go dormant is really the preferred method. Yeah, that's that's a fine you know option to do on a lot of home lawns. Is is it's okay to let it go dormant by all means. The the worst thing, like we say, is you know don't bring it in and out of dormancy. Um, and I get that all the time where people call and they say, hey, I've um, you know my yard started to go dormant, so I watered. Then I got that first water bill, and it, I don't want to do that anymore. And so that's that's when you start to lose grass, though, is when you bring it in and out of dormancy. So it's it's fine to let it go dormant and and. That's kind of normal for a lot of grasses to have happen. All right. And you said it would be fine for about 30 days. Then what? Yeah, 30 to 60 days, something like that for the range. Um, and then at that point, you're going to start to, the plant will actually start to thin out a little bit. And in some cases, the grass will die. So, um, you know, if you kind of keep track of that. At that point, um, you'll probably, you know, want to throw some fresh seed or start to water the yard just to keep it and bring it back out of dormancy at that point. Right. And of course, if it goes on that long, uh, you probably don't want to water because we're all going to be feeling the shortage of the drought. Um, all right. Let's talk about seeding the lawn because throughout the growing season and even before the growing season begins, we have people calling the show saying, hey, when can I seed my lawn? And the answer is always the middle of August is the best time to seed the lawn. Does the dryness make that different this year? Yeah, so, you know, we always sit here and say throughout the year, wait till middle of August. And, you know, I, I'm still saying middle of August is the time to put out your seed. Um, and we'll kind of play off of, you know, the fact that hopefully we'll get rains and things like that that will help germinate the seed. So I'm still saying even though it's been dry, go ahead, August 15th through September 30th, put out the seed, reseed your yard, seed those thin spots, and hopefully we'll get some rain to help get that established. 
All right. So we just hope things get better. And of course, we're hoping that for agriculture. We're hoping that for our gardens, for our landscape, for all kinds of things. When it's time to start a fresh lawn, I know some people have been waiting for this moment. What do people need to do to make sure they're going to be successful? Yep, that's a great, great starting point for everyone. And that's soil prep. This is the one time where normally if you're starting a fresh lawn, you can get the yard the way you want it. So take your time Level the yard, um, fix your drainage, because it's always easy, obviously, to make sure that it slopes the way you want it to before you plant the grass. And then make sure it's as smooth as possible on the surface as well. Um, every little bump you feel or leave is going to be felt when you go to mow or walk on it afterwards. So get it as smooth as possible. You only need to rough up you know, the top quarter inch of the soil, loosen that up so that the grass seed has something to kind of work into. And then when you go to seed, you want good seed to soil contact. So um, that way the seed can establish and won't dry out right on the surface right away. It's also the perfect opportunity to decide what mix of grass seed you want to use. How do you make that decision? Yep, yep. That's a great time to pick, you know, new cultivars. Uh, And there's a website. Iowa State does a lot of national testing. um, And so that... National Turfgrass Evaluation Program, so ntep.org. Um, we put all of our information in there. So just like the corn breeders have variety tests, we do those for um, turfgrass breeders. And you can look and see how did the different grass varieties do in drought, how did they do for insects. Uh, and they've come a long way on a lot of those. And so you can kind of look and pick out varieties. Uh, the other thing that we're seeing more and more interest in is tall fescue yards. And those grasses are more drought tolerant. So, you know, if you have a yard that has few trees, um, heavier soils, especially a clay type soil, you'd really want to consider a tall fescue um, in that situation because those tend to thrive a little bit better in those type of conditions than um, a Kentucky bluegrass, which would do better in like a, a loamy type soil or, you know, an older established yard. Now, it's just a few people who are really starting from scratch. Let's talk about the the people with the patchy spots on their lawn, the things that they'd like to fix. Tell me about the process of, of reseeding or overseeding your lawn. Yep, sure. So, um, you know, if you're going to try to thicken up your yard or maybe you've got a spot that's thinned out over time, um, the first thing you want to do is go in there again and, and rough up that soil, try to loosen it up a little bit in those spots. Um, and then remove the weeds or things that are growing on it. You know, if you've got um, a foot-tall weed that's growing there, go ahead and just pull that out and, and get rid of that so that it's not fighting for nutrients and things like that against the grass seed. So clean the area of vegetation that you want to reestablish, rough it up, and then put out a little bit of a starter fertilizer along with the seed. That way it's got a little nutrients and um You can go from there. And there's a lot of good organic, um, slow-release type starter fertilizers that are really good to use um, and good for the environment as well. So uh, you can use those in those patches and then just seed into those. And then the other thing that I would say is go ahead and aerate your whole yard as well. um, And try to do that after you catch a rain just so you can get a good aeration hole in their yard. But that'll help improve water infiltration into your yard and so it's not running off. And that's a good idea even if you're not reseeding, right? Right. Even if you're not reseeding, even if you have a thick yard, 
um, go ahead and aerify your yard. That'll just help improve water movement down into the soil profile, and that'll keep your yard greener longer next year into a drought-type situation. So um, that's just a good thing to do every year if you can. Now, you mentioned an interest in tall fescues for yards. There's also been a lot of interest in alternative yards, planting other things that are green in the yard. Is this the time of year to seed other things, or is this specifically time for grass seed? Uh, No, some of the other plants that you do in your yards, uh, other alternatives you could plant as well, um, and, and it's a good time. Um, some of the natives, you would actually wait till a little bit later after the, you know, towards the frost to plant as well. So it kind of depends. You'll have to do your research on what alternatives you're planning on, but it's a good time to do some of those as well. All right. And uh, part of that is that uh, more people are embracing weeds in their yards. But if you are not a person who embraces weeds in your yards, this is a bad time of year to try to get rid of weeds, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the, you know, if, if you don't like weeds, um, it's going to pain you, but a lot of the herbicides, you can't spray above 85 degrees. It'll hurt the, the grass that you want to keep, and there's a chance of it moving off site. So right now is a bad time to spray for a lot of those herbicides. The other thing is um, even the weeds aren't going to take up the herbicide very well right now because of the drought-type conditions. So, um, you know, it's kind of one of those that you're better to save your money and better for the environment to just hold off and wait. All right. Even weeds can go dormant, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. Are there other late summer lawn chores we should be thinking about? Uh, the other thing, you know, we're getting closer to is a good time to fertilize the yard. Uh, and, you know, we typically want an application of fertilizer out in early September on Labor Day, something like that. So that'll help, again, thicken up your yard. You know, if you've had some summer stress, maybe had a little bit of the yard go dormant, something like that, um, to apply that around Labor Day. That, that'll help feed the yard and, and so that you don't have to put out as much grass seed as well. Now, if your yard is going dormant, of course, uh, most of us mow based on how long the grass is. Do we want to be careful about mowing if the lawn seems stressed at the same time? Yeah, you want to, you know, keep that in mind. Um, you know, ideally, you've got your mowing height up right now, so it's as long as you can keep it, kind of three and a half. Four inches in some cases would be good. Um, that'll kind of lessen the stress. If the yard already looks, you know, brown and crispy or dormant, um, you're going to want to be careful on that. Just make sure you're not dropping the mowing height right now um, to add extra stress to the plant. Some people say, you know, oh, I dropped my mowing height so that it would green back up the yard. Don't do that. Just let the grass green up on its own. I can imagine a scenario, and, and we'll talk about this uh, more, but... Um where people need to water some of the other plants in their landscape. If you don't want to water the lawn, but you need to water other plants in your landscape, do you have to try to be careful and make sure that you're targeted in your watering so you're not bringing part of the lawn in and out of dormancy? Yeah, that's definitely, you know, you need to select properly um, what type of uh, way you're watering. So, you know, if you're trying to keep landscape bed plants alive. Don't get out the big sprinkler that flips back and forth that'll water half the yard as well. Um, you know, go in there and just spot water those plants. And same thing with trees, you know, um, we've seen in some newer subdivisions, things like that, um, some, some sun scald on trees. And so you want to make sure to get in there and, and keep those trees adequately watered as well. Uh, and so, 
you know, put the water at the base of the tree. Again, you know, simple watering your yard's probably not enough for those plants. The Garden Variety Newsletter brings the gardening community to you. Together, we'll learn about all things horticulture, celebrate our successes, and gather expert answers to your questions. Subscribe at ipr.org slash gv. Garden Variety is a production of Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension. It's produced by me, Aaron Style, Caitlin Troutman, and the Iowa Public Radio talk show team. For more garden goodness, please subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. Just go to iowapublicradio.org slash garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. See you next time. <laughs>